In a world in crisis, can three idiots find hope in the darkest of places? Will love conquer all, or will hate win out in the end? This is a show called Hate. to a show called Hate, a podcast in which we explore love, hate, and everything in between in search of greater meaning and perhaps a little perspective. I'm John. I'm Nick. Chris. And uh, we're back. Oh no. After the excesses of last episode, we're now painfully sober. This is the hangover episode. It would have been good if we'd have done one the day after, actually. Well, you say good, I mean... Good good for everyone else. It might also have been horrendous. Mm. Awful. Um, Just because last week it was becoming increasingly difficult to to uh, convince people we didn't leave, live in a kind of golden mansion because we were all drinking champagne and being very decadent. Mm. Uh, I, th- I feel like this episode is becoming increasingly difficult to convince people we're not problem drinkers because yes. we did have a night out last night. None we of did. us are really hungover. I'd, no, I wouldn't say I was hungover. To be fair to us, it's New Year's Day. Thank you. Yes. We're yes. recording on New Year's Day. For context. Day. It's, more like, it's more like a kind of... New Year's Day. Day. New Year's Day. If you Day. don't have a hangover on New Year's Day, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, well, maybe maybe we're all doing it wrong then because we're not mass. I don't think any of us. Are I'm not. Right. I'm not hungover. Four I'm just, o'clock in the afternoon. I, yeah, I'm tired through lack of sleep from drinking. Yes. Didn't we? <laughs> didn't we start last podcast saying we were tired? Yeah, it's like it's, a theme now. I think it's like a different. I'll get the champagne. Best day I'll Yeah. Tea. It's a it's a it's a different form of tiredness. Yes. Yeah, I think it's like a kind of a deep spiritual tiredness. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe Speak if, for yourself, John. <laughs> maybe if we're hungover, we're just kind of... It's a 2017 hangover. Like, we're just kind yeah, of... Yeah, middle-aged hangover. We're just kind of working it out of our Well, system. I got to bed about half four this morning. Oh, so oh bravo. That was pretty yeah. late, or early, depending or early. on your point yeah. of view. Well done. No, we, um, we ended our New Year festivity uh, exactly as we did last year, actually, with... Um, you no, not me. But the the cracker challenge was had with our uh, guests trying to eat a dry cracker. We're trying to eat two dry crackers. The yes. actual challenge is trying to eat three dry crackers in a minute. Yes, that's the goal. But like, this is Alice's sister decided yeah. that she would like you know, limit her ambition, go for two crackers, which is still kind of good because which, you yeah, because like because we've we've tried it. Yeah, you dug up video footage of me trying exactly a year ago. You didn't get through one. No, it's kind of amazing how little I remember of that. But... Neither, neither is she. She no. didn't get through one either. Uh, and last year, you also ate a dry Weetabix. Yeah, there was no nice. there was no reason for that. There was no challenge. That was, I just ate it. I was just really hungry. <laughs> yeah. Just really wanted it. Really... You'd have to be to eat a dry Weetabix. It was, it's dry, it was the dry little coughs which made it so yeah kind little of, spurts of little sandy of wheat bursts. <laughs> yeah. Because I like I like plain food. Yeah, you know I like I like a dry rusk. Give me oh, a, sure. Give me a plain digestive. Nice rye vita. Give me Suck some rye. Oh, I love rye vita. Love a rye vita. What a plain rye vita. Yeah, that's just eating. I used to have cracker tire. bread a lot when I was yeah. a kid. Cracker breads. Cracker breads. Is a cracker bread not just like a generic? Like is a is, if it's a Venn diagram? That was the brand name. I is rye vita a cracker bread? No, they're no, they're quite different. Oh, I see. Oh, it's more airy a cracker bread. They're more uh, airy. Yes, I know cracker breads now, mm. and I like them a lot. But I have like cream cheese on them or something. Yeah, I, yeah, I used to have a spread yeah. of some description on them. I mean, right? I, I, I mean, not don't get me wrong. It's not that I wouldn't put stuff on a rye eater. I just I enjoy the savoury. It's like eating bark, John. structural mm. tang of uh, of a rye eater. You know, the way it bites back. Yeah, 
I think I've cut my mouth on a Rivita before. I will. I think I've cut a window open on a Rivita <laughs> before. That's well, you know, it can sense weakness. You know, not everyone, not everyone's got the chops. Oh, is that how it is? Literally to uh, yeah. to eat uh, eat a dry Rivita. As a kid, I read Lord of the Rings, as many people do, <coughs> and I think um, uh, the, the concept of lemnus bread. Yes. Which, oh yeah. Which you know, oh you know, you you know Lord of the Rings. I know Lord of the Rings. Sorry, I forgot. I I just assumed once again that you I've, are I've caught, I've caught up to the uh, nerd. Yeah. Your privilege. Uh, but I always like to imagine if I'm eating a dry cake or a biscuit that it's lemonous bread. And it I imagine you up for a week. bread as a bit like softer than Rivita. It looks well, more doughy, doesn't it? In looks the like, in the film, at least. Yeah, it does look yeah. more like uh, shortbread. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, I suppose it is still hard, isn't it? Yeah. How much would you need? Like they snap it, don't they? To... They snap it in well, the film and go chuck it's it. It's crumbly at each other, and then Gollum chucks crumbs over the side. Yeah. Spoilers. Gollum. Do you reckon they use shortbread, like, in the filming of it? Maybe. No, shortbread's sugary, isn't it? Yeah. That's more of a sweet thing. Yes. Sweet thing. Yeah, um, but what I'm saying is, that was a prop in the movie. <laughs> oh, what? No, You're saying doc- Lambus bread isn't real. It's a documentary. You need to make in, up your mind about this, John. Yeah. As in, like, Peter Jackson was uh, insistent that they have a real fictional cake yeah, yeah, <laughs> in this yeah. scene. We have to I want, I want us to invent some bread we for know the movie. What? When Lucy and I go on our honeymoon to New Zealand, we'll find a hobbit. And we'll ask him. Yeah. Well, when you're doing one of your tours, which yeah. I'm sure you'll do, well, you should ask that question. I'll say, yeah. You'll look stupid, but I'd ask it. But like, hey, Peter J. Hey, he'll maybe, be there probably. I'd have thought he'll be there. Maybe it's like he'll if you go there. to the Harry Potter experience. Oh yes, and you can drink butter beer. Maybe you can actually eat lemnus bread in like the cafe, and then you won't need to eat again for your whole honeymoon. Yeah. Is butter beer alcoholic? No, okay. I don't know. I've I've drunk Nick, it. Nick I've says been to no. the Harry Potter experience. It tastes like Tizer with cream on top of it. Oh. Which is actually kind of good. Wait, cream, cream, like full on. Well, yeah, it's kind of like a foamy, light sort of cream. Yeah. It's a cream that behaves like the head of beer. Yeah. But it is cream. It's definitely like, it's of a creamy flavour. So is I it think it's cream. akin to a kind of cream soda? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I think, I think if anything, that's what they were going for as, as their sort of base foundation. But rather than it being like Coke yeah. or root beer or whatever a cream soda is. Um, this is this is like something, Tizer. Something less. It's a lot like Tizer. Recognizable. I just feel fundamentally opposed to the concept of cream soda. I do not like I know. it. But it yeah. actually, you'd be surprised. It's actually kind of good. Yeah. Oh, actually, well, I thought it was anyway. Well, I, I'll tell you one thing. I do actually take that back slightly because I was against it. And do you remember? I know what our, you're going to say. Our, our good friend Will Train's wedding. Yeah. Uh, you're backpedaling because he might be listening. Well, he always. If <laughs> hey, he's, well, if he's a oh, good, he will be listening. If he's, sorry, if yes. he's a good friend, he'll be listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd have thought so. Uh, but they had a wedding cocktail, which was called uh, the Cream Kraken. Yes, it which was. Which was Kraken rum okay. and cream soda. It was very nice. And it was all right. Very was good. there actual cream on it? No. Because I've had cream soda where it's like it's like a fizzy yeah. drink that tastes kind of creamy. Yeah. But is there is there not apparently a drink where you have cream soda with cream? Is or that, ice cream. Is that the basis of a float? Ice cream float. Yeah. You have like a cream soda and then drop a ball of ice cream in it. Maybe that's, that's, people do weird shit. That's decadent. I Not that know. I can say anything. Like I dip my chips in my milkshake at that fire. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh. I saw you do that. That's weird. Oh, no, it's You're nice. supposed to do that apparently. The thing is those chips taste Dems like peanut rules. butter because they were cooked in peanut fat. Cooked, yeah. cooked in peanut fat. And then, you, then you put them in milkshakes. That's too many flavours yeah, on great. my palate. <laughs> too, too complex. Just not sophisticated Not fun. I guess you guys. But you know, you'll catch up. Well, speaking of your disgusting uh, eating habits... <laughs> is this your uh, hate? Oh, here we go. It's <laughs> all coming out. Well, I don't say... I mean, you know, ostensibly we do have a format when we're not drinking heavily. Mm. Uh, hello and welcome to a show called Hate. Uh, if you've been listening to the series so far, you may be aware that every episode we each bring a topic of hate 
and love, civic table for discussion. There's no table. And then we all pass ill-informed judgment as to whether or not it is worthy of said emotion. Yes. And then in principle, we also decide whether hate or love won at the end, although we've gotten quite lax in actually keeping to that <laughs> format lately. No one comes here for format. Yeah. <laughs> no. you, if you come here for structure, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> they come here for the raw, unbridled talent. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, um... Are you going to lead into your hate from, from my disgusting eating habits? Well, no, I was, just, I was just thinking, how can I bring it back? Oh, you were segueing. Things we hate. Well done. Yeah. Well, I thought you did very well there, Thank, John. thank you. Really thank Truckers you, gear change. My good friend Chris, that really means a lot to me. Uh, but no, um, you can join in uh, the conversation on Twitter using the hashtags show called love, show called hate. Yes. Uh, please do, uh, you know, if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss. Or join so. the Facebook page. Or join oh. the Facebook page. Yes, finally, because you demanded it, we have a Facebook page. And it is yes. a, just search for a show called hate. Search for it, join it, we'll let you in probably. Can't miss it. Look for that trademark white and pink banner with three black and white images Burks. of us. Just, you know, looking great. Just looking great. Just looking great, yeah. yeah. Am I supposed to be managing that Facebook page? Uh, let's say yes. I have not been. Well, <laughs> that can be our New Year's resolution. Okay. I accepted someone the other day. So I did your job. Please. Thank oh, you. Bravo. bravo. I'm glad someone was paying attention. Yeah. yeah. No, that, I, that can I've be our thing for 2018. We'll just be, we'll be on it. We'll be all over it. Oh, Boy. good. Okay. Well, speaking of which, should we start as we mean to go on? Because we are technically in 2018, which hasn't really sunk in yet. Woo! Oh, first Woo! episode. Would like to bring a hate to the table to begin with. I'll do it if you want. Bring a hate. I'll do it. And it better Chris be. Ray. Make it good. Okay. You've yeah. had some, we had some low hanging fruit in the last couple of episodes. <laughs> this guy telling me off before he was died. This is the same guy who started the last podcast with a pre recorded apology yeah. to the audience. <laughs> I texted you, I was listening to it. I was like, every good show starts with a pre recorded apology. <laughs> well, because. Okay, you find a segment, you find a point in that episode where I could insert a break yeah. because it was all just, we're all talking over each other. I think other. our minds were racing during those hours. It was, like a, hour and a half. it was like a boulder rolling down a hill yeah. that episode. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, for this hate, oh, I, please, I yeah. require a bit of context. Okay. So okay. I'll, I'll give it to you first and then I'll say it. Let's break it down. Recently, a film was released called Star Wars The Last Jedi. Yes. I'm not familiar with it. Yes. And I'm not going to get into that as such, but since then, it's been quite polarised opinions. From people on what they think of the film, yes. Um, and I know you don't like YouTubers particularly, John. Wow, yeah, and I've never really mentioned that in public. Yeah, before, no, yeah, not not a massive fan of YouTube. But culture. there are there are <laughs> YouTube culture. There are some YouTube movie channels I watch, movie review hmm. channels. As do I. Yes, very hmm. good. What well, uh, prominent ones being Star Wars Explained, Hello Greedo. <laughs> they're Star Wars ones, obviously, and a guy called Chris Stuckman who does general movie reviews. Okay. Um. And they're getting a hard time at the moment from people going, oh, how much have you been paid off for this? How much have you been paid to say that you like this film? Oh, God. And so really, my problem is that people have to justify their opinions or even water down their own opinions so they don't get accused. flack off people or accused yeah. of being a sellout or this. Just if someone's got an opinion, let them have it. Mm. You don't have to agree with it. And you certainly don't have to go around saying, oh, this has ruined my childhood. I suppose it's the overreaction of people on the internet and, a, the, and the, the enabling element they've been given by the internet. Oh, God, yeah. And I guess the big question is, and it's something I wrestle with a lot, is because you because of the negative and nasty things that people say, mm. if they disagree with you, with anything, yeah, you yeah. Know, because of that rings so much louder than anything else. Yep. I'm not sure whether it literally is a case of half the internet are horrible people, half the people are nice, or whether mm. it is a tiny percentage who are assholes. But they're so loud. Because they're so, oh, yeah, they're so they, loud, yeah. Those people are the loudest, no doubt. Yeah. You can't shout as loudly <coughs> uh, with good stuff to say as mm. you can with hate. 
Yeah. Okay. It's just coming from a guy on a podcast about hate. Well, <laughs> you see, the, we this, play that card. This entire podcast was a project to take back hate. No, yes. yes. Take back hate. You're right, of course. The masses. Whether or not we're succeeting is, a, is another uh, matter. But you know what I mean? They, they will say their opinion. Yeah. And then you almost see the cogs turning in their head sometimes in these videos that, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that because it'll offend some people. I don't give a fuck. If I offend someone on the other side of the planet, with an opinion I have about a movie. Well, that's the there thing. are some things that matter. Fucking movies aren't. Well, you see, aren't no, that's, that's really not. That's the thing, isn't it? It's like it, it, these are generally. It's the most trivial things we get the most exactly. Annoyed that's about, the thing. That's, yeah. that's sort of what I'm getting at. I'm, I'm not explained it terribly well. No, but... no, no. No, no I get you. I think there's a lot to unpack there because I think that you could almost one micro element, which I always find really amusing, is the idea that Disney would pay pay off a mm. YouTube guy. And they oh, do. Oh God, yeah. To give and, a positive... and they do. Not not these guys that I listen to. Uh, Collider videos always get invited to premieres of Disney mm-hmm. films. But they're not getting paid off to say a certain thing, are they? They're just feeling a certain pressure by having yeah by having sent premiere tickets and perhaps to them. Or... The fact they publicise so much this channel in particular um, that they go to these premieres because you see them with all their selfies and they're in their suits and they feel sort of important. Maybe yeah, that yeah. doesn't invalidate their opinion, but maybe in the eyes of some people, it waters it down. I guess it dilutes it's, it. I don't know. It's a really frustrating argument because the, the, a lot of this happened with like the Marvel and DC uh, rivalry mm. um, on the movies, and and there was this sort of really vocal, loud DC fan base minority who were always saying, "There's a big conspiracy where uh, reviewers are paid to give Marvel movies positive, mm. you know, critiques, and DC wants negative ones, and we've got to fight back as the DC fan base. We're the underdogs, blah blah, blah like this." And it's like it's it's so, such a convenient thing to say. Because how can you disprove it? So you can discredit with one like sentence on the internet. You can discredit all these positive reviews with your with your pissy little sentence. Because it's a conspiracy. Because... And it can't be proved. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I guess for, when you wave like the conspiracy flag, <sighs> it never ends. No. Because mm-hmm. you can say, oh, never isn't a conspiracy. Ah, but you're in on the conspiracy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, exactly. Here is some proof that they're not paying off. Oh, yeah, you're part of it. That's fake evidence. Whatever. It's just, it's pointless. It's completely pointless. It's like fighting with a brick wall. Thing is, I can say to someone, "You're wrong," and here's why. <laughs> yeah, but they then you'll just if they come back to me with "fuck off," then they think they've won the argument. It's like, well, point. what can I say to that? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it's like whoever speaks last tends in the internet at least a lot, and a yeah. lot of people fight like that. This is a big thing. It's like it's why I'm trying to learn. May I'm trying to learn to not post less, but kind mm. of like. But you know what I mean? You shouldn't have to. Yeah. That's sort of what I'm getting at. You shouldn't have to water down your content or your thought process or the no. or the publishing of that because of what other people might yeah. do. No, no, true. I just I guess what I was starting to think is like um if we met like say we even sat down now and had a conversation about a movie mm. or or something equally as trivial, we might disagree, but we might have a friendly well, we did, we did on, on the Last Jedi. You and I did have a yeah a mild debate on a few bits of it, didn't we? But it's so, still but, perfectly amicable until yeah, I punched you in the face. Yeah, and I, <laughs> yeah, and then I saw the error of my ways and uh, and agreed with you. <laughs> came round to your way, thing. But um, I think we, we well we we both kind of came away from it going we actually liked it. I, in fact, I've seen it twice and I'm actually convinced it's a very good movie. Yeah, I like it too. Oh, yeah. I like it. Yeah, just you have just some questions I, at the end. I, yeah. Has the check cleared? <laughs> Do I like it? Yeah. <laughs> No, I know I I and I'm Star Wars fanboy 101, but I like it a lot. There's there's not perfect, but I like it a lot in that particular instance. I'm not yeah. going to go into spoilers. But what I find interesting is Actually, that I, I mean, and just to like just to kind of like go full Star Wars for a minute is that what I find so odd is 
like I said, I, again, I, it is a good movie. Yeah. Like, it's a very good movie. And I came away with just some kind of, you know, some questions. Mm. And just thinking like, oh, that was in odd. Like, why did mm. we do that? But it's well acted. I would have explored that more maybe. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. But it's well acted. It's well directed. The thing I really don't understand, and I honestly don't know how you please these people, is there are people saying, oh, Luke's characterization has betrayed the concept of a Jedi and this movie should be written out of canon. And I'm like, regardless of what you think of it, it's not that bad. No. Is it? Like- that, that's also wrong. Which I won't get into now. The <laughs> okay, whole yeah. Luke's, Luke's out of character isn't. I didn't think Luke was out of character. Not at all. No. People are all right. I'll go into it. People are saying that based on Luke in A New Hope. If you look at Luke in Return of the Jedi, yeah. which is really where you should be basing your yeah, thoughts of this character around, we've had. I think it's not completely dissimilar. If you put a thirty-year gap in between those two yeah. movies as well, which is I, what there is. But also, I think like if people wanted maybe just more like. If people wanted more of the characters from the original trilogy, just being a bit more happy-go-lucky, just having adventures, mm. you get the impression that that story happened between the two yeah, trilogies. Yeah. It's like, oh, I want to see Luke in his prime. <coughs> it's like, well, clearly that just happened off that camera. Happened off camera, Fred. Yeah, you there's a that. whole adventure we didn't get Unfo- to see. Unfortunately, where... Mark Hamill is now about seventy years old. Yeah, so you're probably yes. not going to see that. There's not a lot we can do about that, Star Wars fans. <laughs> I've got to say, it's actually just kind of weird seeing Mark Hamill on um, on screen instead again. of just being he, a he voice. He doesn't do a lot of acting roles, does he? He's voice actor now, more, very, more so, isn't he? Very He's good voice actor, yeah, yeah. Very good voice actor. He, oh man, I think he was even in like Legend of Korra. He did uh, some stuff. Yes, maybe. I believe he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, he was in Kingsman briefly. Was what, he? the new one? No, the first one. Was oh. he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, and to, to the point where I go, oh, it's Mark Hamill. You know, just like, it's such yeah. a, like, that's weird. I like him because he, I think he shied away from Star Wars for a long time. Yes. And now he's embracing it again. And he, you can tell he's loving it. But one, really? I mean, and maybe this is just the, the horror of, of the internet, but like, he's getting abuse. Yeah. Oh, God, well, I he see- said that he originally disagreed with the direction in which Luke went. Yeah. Fine. I'm That's sure a fine. lot of actors disagree with the way in which their characters go, but he's not really I think up to he, them in a yeah. way. <laughs> well, exactly. It's not at all. You've, it's written down. Do that. Um, That's your job. That's your job, exactly. <laughs> but some people took that to harm. Like, oh, Mark Hamill doesn't like Luke Skywalker in it. And then he tweeted to say, I regret saying it in public now. Honestly, if I'd known it was going to cause this much furore, yeah. furore, and then I wouldn't have just said it. Oh, man. So Who... that's why. And then, and that's another thing. You'll then lose anything interesting from when people say you know what I mean everything would just get so bland yeah because people are getting uppity about everything yeah and nobody will be able to say anything or do anything or have an opinion about anything this is such soon. a there's a crazy like sort of I don't know post internet post entertainment era we're in now where like publishers have got even or, or film producers or anyone have got more risk averse because there is just so much more hate just waiting to like <laughs> burst out of them on the internet. But it's true though. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we're already in a position where we're complaining. Some people are complaining that Hollywood is running out of ideas. It's just doing sequels or whatever. This is probably why. Yeah. No. Partly why, because you know, if you can get a, a wide enough viral campaign of like, <coughs> criticism, you know, on a fundamental level for a movie, then publishers are going to listen to that and go, well, that represents, you know, 30, 300,000 seats that we could have had at, at box office release. Mm. So um, let's make sure we don't do anything that controversial for the next movie. And you just, like you say, it just like flattens everything out and dilutes all the content. Everything will end up being the same. And it'll just be boring. That's a really good point. I mean, because we, we see, I mean, we see a lot of it to some extent now. And, and mm. I, I think it's, it's actually, I find it interesting that Last Jedi is being criticised to such an extent. 
Because Nobody hates Star Wars films more than Star Wars fans. <laughs> Which is so odd because they're, that a fan, is so true. they're a fan base who gets so much of what they like. People, you know, like, like people who went into that film are guarantee wanting to hate it. Yeah. They must be exhausting. They're determined to hate it. They must be so I think a lot of people tiring. are like that, though. Like, well, you know, you'll you'll die unhappy. Yeah, <laughs> this is all the best what, to you. This is what I always come down to when I think about it, because like, because because my Facebook was filled with people that I know just like throwing this this loud negative opinion about X or you know Last Jedi or whatever it is, and I'm just like, well, A, it isn't as bad as you're saying it is, and B, like you just you just don't get to enjoy anything then. Like no. you know, you're going through life picking on these things that aren't deal breakers that don't fundamentally destroy a movie on on a, on a basic level, and you're using that as a reason to go it's shit. I fucking hate it. Well, it's like, well, yeah, very soon with yeah. that, with that, with those standards that you're applying to everything, there will be nothing for you in this world. So I'm I'm sorry, but you will. You'll die a miserable old fuck. Having watched very bland <laughs> movies. Yeah, but also I think who would who would want to be a public figure. Like you imagine God, how, how yeah. ridiculous it is that like, say I mean I just bring up Mark Hamill as an example, but I know like a lot of actors have been getting sick. Oh, yeah. Why would you want to be on Twitter? Because it's like, hey, I'm starting a movie and it's a beloved franchise and millions of people the world over are going to see it. Why mm. is this not a celebration? And some people don't like it, and now they have a direct. They can just message me directly. You well, Brian Johnson got death threats. Yeah, and I mean, what is that? Wow, what I, is that? Here we go. It is very odd. I mean... Oh, man. Yeah. I'm guessing... I mean, I'm guessing Daisy Ridley hasn't been... She quit Instagram after The Force Awakens came out. Really? Because she was getting criticised for being too thin. <laughs> and too, uh, too, like, fit and athletic. What? So she quit Instagram. Do you know what I mean? I feel like I, I feel social media can allow me. people behind the door... Mark, we'll use Mark Hamill as an example again. He said, I didn't agree with everything about Luke Skywalker in this film. And he said that, and that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. That the actor didn't agree with everything the director was doing. That's interesting. Yeah. He won't say it in future. No, so no, that you've, lost, you've lost an avenue of, of depth there to, to yeah. find yeah. out about stuff. You could have had the, the whole point of this potentially connecting with these celebrities, connecting with these actors on social media. What a, what a golden age we live in to be able to do that. The whole point of it is to get some behind-the-scenes mm. trivia, to get some like interesting you know, stories, anecdotes, opinions on what they've done and, and, and how they did it and the process by which they went about it and everything. But it's like, the instant they share that, death threats. Yeah. Brilliant. And Because yeah. it, it's like, what you want is, you want someone to express an opinion. It's certainly someone who has a, who's close to it, like an actor, you know, or a writer, you know, and they go, hey, here's my insight on it. Yeah. And what should happen is, Maybe that's written down somewhere. You read it, you digest it, you think about it, you discuss it, you go, oh, I agree with that. Oh, I don't agree with that. What you don't do is kick down their front door mm. and walk into their house and shout at them in their kitchen and go, I disagree with you, debate me. Because that's... You that's... have to debate me because yeah. because this is the world of open arguments yeah. and free speech. And you're right, and people are just going to shut down putting stuff out people, there. People go, oh, I hate The Last Jedi. Okay. Great. Yeah, don't watch cool. it. Don't yeah, watch it again. On, then. Yeah. Well, we're going to make another movie in a couple of years. So yeah. I guess decide whether you want to see that. You know, I'm, I'm not going to go watch episode nine. Okay. Okay, that's well, great. I think yeah. they'll probably get by. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't think you heard me. I said I'm not going to watch episode nine. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. But that's also, fine. they but, will. Good for you. But fight yeah, exactly. Go into yeah. It because oh, yeah. They want to hate it and want to prove how how right they are about how the franchise is spiraling into cack. It's um, which it isn't. Which it isn't. You know, it's if you don't like it, you don't like it. Good, you know, knock yourself out. But the quality's high. And the acting is good. Yeah. And the stories are interesting. It's this kind of... 
I don't know whether I, I don't want to use like outrage culture. What is it? It's more like a, a joy in complaining, like a yeah, it's a joy in negativity. I think yeah, because I, I saw something that really annoyed me the other day, uh, which again was a similar interaction on Twitter, and I find my love affair with Twitter is really fading uh, because I uh, basically it was um, it was Marvel, and again Marvel do some good things, they do some bad things. You know, the comic swings been getting some criticism. Uh, and a couple of comics have been cancelled lately. And a lot of people were angry because they liked those comics and there was a lot of very positive representation in those comics. And mm. it was seen as Marvel hates diversity. So Marvel are cancelling all their diverse comics. Right. And and so people were saying, well, let's boycott this, let's boycott that. And this guy, um, you know, kind of put a post, put on, a few mm. posts up on Twitter and said, look, you know, I worked on these books no one could be more disappointed than I. You know, we put a lot of our time mm. and love into this. Please think before you boycott because, you know, the company did take a risk on these. You know, and if you <coughs> do this kind of stuff, maybe they'll take less risks yeah. in the future. They'll be Exactly, set. yeah. They won't do these things. And and this person, who I have seen pop up a few times on Twitter, and they, they do annoy me, but just kind of waded in and was like, yeah, but, you know... You, you just you marvel or evil, you know they're evil. It's like, well, no, they're they're a corporation. Yeah, they're pursuing sales. Best you could say is they're greedy. Yeah, you know. And, and this guy was saying, and he was just trying to debate this person. And say, and he's saying, he's like, no, I'm not here for a debate. I just made my point, and yeah. I didn't want to get drawn into this conversation. And eventually, this person was like, okay, I acknowledge that you're not personally responsible, but tell all your colleagues at Marvel, let's hmm. sort this out, you know. And I and this person who again I. I do see them pop up occasionally. Yeah. Seems to make a career from just being a, a, oh, a professional yeah. agitator. Yeah, I'm sure, they're, I'm sure they're out there. And I'm not yeah. saying your opinions, some of your opinions, aren't valid. We do need diversity, but I don't see how harassing people on Twitter, mm. saying you're a monster, like you're an evil monster, but is helping. I think you're going to take the individualism out of everything. Yeah. If if anyone steps out of line, inverted commas, people jump on them. Yeah, people just won't say or do anything. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. No one will do anything out of what we're currently getting. This is specific to movies, but this can apply to all walks of life, really. Mm. You think about the way the system used to work before we had things like social media and an ability for individual public outrage to have a forum. It was based on sales. So if a movie tried something bold and new and it was a smash hit success at the box office, then the publishers might or the producers might go, "Well, we can do something like that again." Whereas now there's like an extra element thrown in, which in some way influences sales figures and box office sales and stuff with with this like viral outrage that can spread and can in some ways impact sales. But, you know, if you think about like I haven't gone to see any of the DC movies like Justice League, Batman vs. Superman, I haven't gone to see them. And I don't have some powerful vendetta against it. They just from what I've heard about the making of them, how the stories, the characters have been portrayed and the trailers, I don't want to see them. Yeah. And I'm doing I'm voting with my wallet. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, they will either continue to make more of those movies because there is a fan base for them. Great. Or they'll stop making them because the box office sales aren't that great. And we will instead get that money, hopefully, poured into something new, different, which might appeal to some, might not appeal to others. Like, why can't we just operate like that? Mm. You know, why, why can't it just be, if you don't like it, don't buy it anymore. Yeah. If you don't like it, don't go see it. If you do like it, do. But if I don't go and see it four times, how am I going to get the content I need for my angry blog? Exactly. You know, and... Exactly. You know, there's hate mail. That hate mail ain't going to write itself, you know. I've got to... But the love mail, no one reads that. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? You can't You can't really... Well, we found out on this show, you can shout about hate a lot. <laughs> yes. You can't really shout about what you love that much. Yeah. No. 
This is why we can't have nice things. I mean, yeah. it, it's kind of like, it, it's actually an immensely, what a lovely situation where the, the best things we have to complain about are just movies and games mm. and, and comics. But at the same time, it's like for crying out loud, you know, why can't we just enjoy things? Yeah. And if you don't like it, don't. Just, I mean, this is the thing. It's like your point that at the beginning was there are far more important things in this world than a movie. Yeah. Especially for sending death threats over. Well, it's bonkers. Some people are just bonkers. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. May I? I have, go a, for I have it. a hate. Go for it. I hate <coughs> uh, the... How to describe it? I hate the... Sto- oh, I'm trying to, to vocalise it because it makes me... It really, really grinds my gears. I hate how... Everything now on television, primarily television, is more about the life-changing experience mm. than it is about what it is. By which I mean cooking mm. and singing as two primary examples. You can't just have a cookery program now. Mm. It's got to be, say, MasterChef oh, or yeah. something like it, where everyone's got a sob story. Everyone turned their life around with the mm. power of cooking. You know, you got flashing lights, you got like sound bikes, you know, and it's like, it, this is the cooking program to end all cooking programs, you know, <laughs> and it's like, you know, you get promoted to wear the golden apron or whatever. And it's like, and not once do you learn how to make bloody food. Oh, no, that's true. And the same goes for song. It's like, oh, X Factor, any song contest or whatever, what, what's popular and by which I mean mass popularity, mm. is it's, it's a story. Everyone's got like, it's like a... like a human drama piece yeah, behind every performer. The power it? of music turned, yeah. turned it around for me. I, th- I like to think people have sort of worked that out as well now. Yeah. In terms of you are being manipulated well. into, into sort of being emotionally invested in Steve from Halifax who's just cooked, you know, a nice beef Wellington or whatever. Yeah. Because, you know, Steve got run over by a tractor... Yeah, five years ago, and he cooked until until they until gave the him his new away. legs or whatever. <laughs> but that's the thing is, like, don't get me wrong. I remember as a kid on a Sunday afternoon in the UK, if we have any international listeners, no, television no. used to be awful. Mm. We only had like four channels, and what you had like uh, Antiques Roadshow, oh, songs still of, on the Antiques Songs Roadshow. of Praise, right. Last of a Summer Wine, and Flipping Master Chef. And don't get me wrong, it used to be so boring. Yeah. Oh, I remember you know, Lloyd Grossman's Master Chef. It was astonishingly boring. And then, and nowadays, a bit of razzle-dazzle, yeah. it, it's fun. But at the same time, it's just like, there's a formula. It's like, maybe it's just for a reality TV show formula, and it just it's a well-oiled machine, it keeps working. But it'd be like, you know, this is Kevin, you know, <laughs> Kevin from Somerset, you know. Hey, how you doing? You know, Kevin's a builder, but he hides a dark secret, you know, <laughs> and it's like, um... I don't. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I just we found something what, in his wardrobe. Yeah, he's like, oh, you know, just my uh, my uncle just he broke his arm once, <coughs> and uh, hundred years ago. I was just I was horrified. I was really horrified of it. And if it hadn't been for the power of this, uh, I don't know, lovely beef Wellington, you know, uh, never would have turned it around, you know. And then there'll be like dum 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 dum, like the camera angles will be go flipping to and changing. And then yeah. go to his family. Oh, yeah. we're so we're so proud of him. From from when he was a baby, always he's a little baby. He was, and now he now he cooks. He's a little, hey, he was a baby once. He was smaller than this. It's hey. like um, it's like when you see like I don't really watch them anymore, but stuff like X Factor is they they will always focus on the people who have that story, 
And you sort of imagine like, what if what if you were a contestant for X Factor and you were like really good at singing? Yeah. But you didn't have a story. It was boring. Yeah. Just a so normal it's not person. like it's not like, you know, you were always bullied at school, but then one day you performed in the school talent show and everyone was just like, What a voice and yeah. now they don't get bullied anymore. It's like that's a great story to tell. We can get some shots of the school, the shots of the teacher going, oh, I always knew he had potential. You know, but when I heard that voice of an angel, I was like, Fuck. You know, but like <laughs> but instead if someone is just genuinely talented but doesn't have a story, will they just mm. not be on the show then? Yeah. Will they not be there? Yeah. Will Anthony Depp not come to their house? Yeah. If they're boring, they probably were just like, yeah, whatever. Because well, people don't, people yeah. won't emotionally invest in them. And I think may- maybe, and as, I, as we're talking about, I think another thing that's kind of grinding my gears about this, maybe it's just for kind of greater talent show kind of element of it. Mm. Because yeah. it's always, and the story, you know, they always have the story where the food or the music or whatever changed my life you know and it's always and the narrative is always my life was crap yes you know i had no options nothing was happening Mm. you know i had a or even i had a day job but it was just a normal day job and there was nothing exciting about it and i always have this dream always have this passion burning away in in the background you know and then it cuts to like you know the long-suffering spouse who's got two kids (laughs) and they're going like well, I mean, yeah, like a regular paycheck's lovely, but when he said he wanted to quit everything mm. and become a yodeler, you know, we just we, we, we were behind him two hundred percent. And it's that's a like, good idea for a new show, yodeling, <laughs> what, what, Saturday it? night prime time, <laughs> yodel factor. Yodel. But then, yeah, then it's just like the Y factor. But yeah, and it's all everyone's like, oh man, I just want the power of food to to pick me up and me. and and then just I'm gonna fly into that golden land. And it's the like power of food. And it's like, oh, I don't know, you could. Trained to be a chef, yeah. They, you know, yeah, like, they, they, they go back to some people, don't they? In from previous years, it's yeah. like, What are you up to now? Oh, I'm a chef, <laughs> cool, right? <laughs> I've just opened a restaurant, yeah. I mean, cool, like, nice one. Yeah, it's like, the back. After Kevin won Master Chef, we caught up with him to see how he's living the dream. And it's like, It's 4 a.m., yeah. Kevin's up and he's preparing beef Wellington. <laughs> <laughs> I cook about 30 beef wellingtons a day. <laughs> I'm so sick. The standard has slipped. <laughs> it's really routine. No. But, but my uncle's still missing his legs, so, you know. That keeps me going. I mean, Not. he's dreaming of going back to being a, being a bus conductor, whatever he was doing yeah. before, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah if I'm honest, I regret stopping uh, being a market inspector. No, I get you. I, I, feel, I think people are, are wise to it now, though. Yeah. So, I, I feel like... I feel like shows are more like informative, weren't they, back in the day? They actually told you stuff. Yeah. Like, taught you things. Like a cooking program was like... It was how how did they make this? Ha- here's how yeah. to make Beef Wellington. Yeah. Here's how to Not make. why you should be making Beef Wellington and the change it will make to your dramatic life. Was that, I, 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 I mentioned it to both of you, but I was going watching this guy on YouTube called Binging with Babish. Yeah. And mm. he just cooks stuff. Yeah. And they're really well made. They're about eight minutes long each video. And he's got like two million subscribers. And you know why? Because it's really entertaining. And it teaches really, you how to cook it's things. It's really yeah. informative. And it makes really good looking food yeah. as well. Like and I he just went out, bought the food and made it. You know, oh, I want to win MasterChef. It's like, why? Do you want to run a restaurant? Because that's a lot of work. Yeah. Or do you want to cook every day? Because you can do that. And winning MasterChef won't really do either of those for you. If no. you cook every day, that's up to you. If you open a restaurant, that's up to you. Winning MasterChef is a great accolade, but you could probably set up a restaurant or cook without doing that. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people have. It's a bit of a shortcut, I suppose, in yeah. a lot of ways. The thing is with MasterChef... Break it down. I'm going to give you some truth, truth bombs. You look at the food and you think, oh, that looks, that looks nice. Lovely. Yeah. Then they eat it and they go, oh, that tastes fantastic. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a weird thing when you watch it. It's like... 
I'm not getting. I'm not getting nothing out of this except hungry. Yeah, but it's like. But food, I'm not tasting this food. It's like food porn, isn't it? You yeah. Just look at it and go, oh, that looks nice. You go, oh, that does look nice, and then they eat it, and it's like, yeah, that tastes really good. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Now what? Yeah, exactly. And then they, it's just what like, supposed to do oh, your 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 cabbage is overdone, or okay, you if you are you're telling me, telling me that I don't know. I've not eaten it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why don't we just skip to that bit? Yeah. And it could just start with like John Tarode and, and the other guy. What's he called? Uh, Greg, Greg Wallace. Greg, Greg Wallace. Greg. He's an and awful just like... bastard, Greg Wallace. Oh, here we go, right. He's been married about four times and he keeps beating up people who talk to his wives. Really? Yeah. Alleg- Loves it. Shit. My lawyer, allegedly. My lawyer would like me to say, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I've come up with a new show. It's called Spoons for Greg, right? And the idea is, is that he's just in the middle of the screen and then just from off screen, a spoon just comes in with, with a pile of food on it and it just goes into his mouth and then he describes it to you. And then that retracts and then another spoon comes in can, can and he, he just eats it. Can he only describe it in four word sound bites, <laughs> which is what he can do on Mask? That's all he can do on Mask. Yeah. And he can wheel out fuck every now and then as, as like a really high praise. This is good food. Yeah. You know? The problem with John Tarode <laughs> oh, okay. is that when he tastes the food, he gets a bit of everything on his fork. Yes. And he opens his mouth so wide you can see his tonsil. Dislocates his jaw surely, like a viper. Surely... These things aren't designed to have a bit of everything on your fork. No, not well, no, not these meals. I wouldn't say, oh yeah, get a bit of everything on there. I'd sort of just have a bit of yeah. that and a bit of this, and maybe how, combine that and this. But how can you objectively say that one meal is better than another, unless one is like utterly shit? Yeah. You know, it's like because then you run spoons for John just after spoons for Greg, and you compare the results. Well, there you That's go. How. Yeah, but it's like if um, spoons for John, you know, the two the two finalists, you know, and it's like. Uh, Siobhan, what are you making? He goes, oh, it's uh, it's a lovely fish curry. Looks good. You know, Kevin, what are you making? It's a beef wellington. <laughs> then they serve it up. And they go, I've put my heart and soul into this fish curry. And we just go, don't like fish. Well, the if, they, if they put their heart and soul in it, I'll go, no thanks. No, oh. yeah. don't, fancy, don't fancy some of that. Still beating. Know, Blood, they... sweat and tears. Oh, no, you're all right. Thanks. And you're like, yeah. all right, Siobhan, I'm deathly allergic to fish. Yeah. What are you thinking? He's like, but, but. It's a really good meal. Well, I can't taste it. Throws it on the floor. Yeah. You know, yeah. Get out. You're and then fine. She, she has to clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> I, part of me almost admires uh, just how batshit insane the production team is on MasterChef. Because... Uh, I'm re- saying all this, I do actually quite like MasterChef. Well, that's Chef. the thing. Well, that's the thing. Like, it is part. It is horribly entertaining because it, horribly entertaining. Yeah, because this is why. Weaponized, I, this is why I do admire it to some extent. Like I remember watching um, MasterChef Canada or something like that because oh. because it's got all these different yeah franchises around the world, and it was so complex. It was like there's twelve contestants at this point, and they've each collectively spent fifty years in the kitchen. You know, like they've been away from their family for weeks filming a show. Yeah, you know, and it's like you know. It's week 17 of the competition. The contestants are flagging, you know, and they're all, they're all got bags under their eyes. And I just want to go home. But it's like, you've got Clive, Nigel and Philippa, you know, it's like, last week, Clive, Nigel and Philippa failed the food test. I'm imagining this as Clive, Nigel is one person. It's like Clive, Clive, Clive Nigel. Just double, double barreled. <laughs> but it's like, now, it's like, they failed the food test. Now... They're in the grey zone. Oh, no. And it was so complex. But they like, have three cutlery points to spend. Yeah. <laughs> and will they spend them? But but Clive Nigel has a gold <laughs> pin from last week's competition. <coughs> which means he can either pass or forfeit his 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 challenge. You know? Philippa has the frying pan award. Yeah, and it is like that. And it is like the most complex board game in the world. Because they're like, now... 
they have to pick a random piece of meat from a cow, you know, and cook a meal. You Philippa know. has to stand two feet away from the counter. But Clive Nigel does not, because he's got three step points. He will, however, have to wear cast iron bangles. <laughs> Clive Nigel has it going. My arms are very heavy. I, I am this not is gonna... hard. But then, like, they do the challenge and they go, dun, 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 dun. And they both taste it. And they look at the camera, you know, what we're going to say goes, you've both done really well. Now you've prom- you've been promoted to the mauve zone. You know, Brilliant. and then we're in the mauve zone. We've got to play off for another week. And everyone else is on a balcony thinking, I just want to go home. Yeah. When can I cook? You know? <laughs> so sick of the mauve zone. And then it's like, you know, last week Deborah did really well. Now she gets to assign a handicap to one of the team. And it's like, I know Philippa hates cow brain. So I'm going to make her cook. With cow brain, oh. you know. Dun, dun, dun. And it's like, wow. I just want... Clive Neal gets his arm chopped off or something. <laughs> yeah. And then has to cook. But Clive Nigel has a caddy because he spent all of his points on getting a little boy to help him in the kitchen. <laughs> Clive has free... Clive Nigel has free reign to use whatever ingredients he wants. But Greg Chiro... <laughs> Greg Chiro... Greg Chiro... But Greg Wallace is allowed to shoot him in a limb with a BB gun. <laughs> 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 I'd watch that show. That would be quite amusing, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah, maybe we should create a cooking show. And it's just, it's just insane. Yeah, <laughs> barely any cooking in it. Good. Well, I think we got to the bottom of that one. Well, I'm glad yeah. we all agree. Good. Yeah. Well, wonderful. Nailed it. Okay. Well, mine is far less serious than than, oh. than these two. I really hate it when I get a phone call and I'm on the toilet. Yeah, that is a nightmare. Do you know what I mean? That like, is a nightmare. You're in a position where you can either like answer it and run the risk of the slightly echoey acoustics of the bathroom. Oh, people would know. People would know. Oh, they'd say, are you in the toilet? I'd go. Yeah. And I'd be like, I'd be well, like, uh, you no, know I, mean, I am uh, based on the fact you've asked me. I'm in a, I'm in a subway. Yeah. It's, it's, no. Or you just Block- don't answer it. Yeah, but 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 sometimes you know you're waiting for a really urgent call and you're like, oh no, this is uh, this is I've got to do it, and I'm, you're squeezing a tod out. And it's like waiting for a delivery because you know the moment. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're exactly. Mid log, waiting for a, a call, and then we like he was going to call at two, and it's like half three, and you're like, I suppose it's probably safe to drop this deuce that I've been holding for like four hours, and then ring ring bollocks. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it happens every time. Yeah. And then you shuffle to the bathroom window, Donald Duck in it. And you go, won't won't be a minute. You know? Yeah, turtle heading it oh, all the way, all the way out. Good. Yeah, Donald yeah. Duck doesn't wear trousers, so he's got an advantage. Yeah, I guess he'd be, he'd be quite easy for him. He just, just get up, leave the pan, and... shit anywhere. I guess duck, he's fucking duck. Would it be better or duck, worse duck if you admit that you're on the toilet and they go, actually, yes, yeah, so am I, <laughs> and you're like. <laughs> That would be bad. Yeah. Or is it like you can both <coughs> share the shame and then it's not a problem? Or Depends how well you know the other person. Yeah. I'd happily talk to a close friend whilst they're on the shitter and whilst I was on the shitter. Would it bother you as a receiver of that call? Yeah, let's say let's say you called me, Chris, and you were like, sure. and, and I'm on the toilet. Oh, yeah. And I decide to like head it off at the beginning. It's like, uh, hey, buddy, just so you know, I'm dropping a deuce. This is happening. I'm literally shitting. As I'm saying these words. I, I, How do you feel? I probably... I'm weird, though, but I'd probably carry on the conversation. Fair. Well, it's like, I can't smell it. Yeah. No. Was, as long it, as you're comfortable talking to me. What does it matter? It doesn't it doesn't matter to me what you're doing. I, it would bug... I as long as mi- you're not illegal. I don't think it would mind... I wouldn't mind if they were uh, private. Like, as in, like, they're just in their own toilet. I feel if they were in a public toilet. <laughs> what, like in a cubicle? <laughs> yeah, and there's, like, tons of other people. I've there. heard that before. I've been, at, I've been at a convention. I've been in a, in, a, in a cubicle, and the guy next to me, probably also mid-poo, had his phone ring and he answered it and just had a chat. Yeah, but societal rules break down at a convention. They you really know, do. You know God, that, yeah. God, it's awful. Conventions are just giant piss-ups. 
yeah. pits of Don't fuck-a-thons. And you'd actually be surprised how many bodily... Fl- I like, I mean, the toilets are never great. Uh, it's just some animals out there just oh, cannot yeah. use... A group of humans together using the one mm. toilet, and it's a nightmare. Let's just, let's just cut a pit. You know, yeah. let's just dig a hole sure. in the middle. It'll probably be, probably be more hygienic. And seal it up with concrete and be done with it. Yeah. No, I think that would be my thing. Like, I... I wouldn't mind. I personally don't mind. Unless I'm hearing, like, screams, you know, like... Yeah, unless... unless but for but then, then your friend wouldn't answer. If, if they didn't want to speak to you, <laughs> they, you'd like to think they wouldn't answer. Yeah. I, it comes more from, I don't really care what someone else might think. I, I feel very self-conscious, I think, if I answer the phone. And I want... Even if they don't detect it. You know, let's say you have a carpeted bathroom. Because I think it, I always think it's the echoing of the room that gives yeah. it away. Because there isn't another room in the house that echoes quite like a bathroom does. I'm in my porcelain chamber. Yeah, in my porcelain it. meditation chamber. Yeah. I think I'd, I'd be quite happy to maintain the illusion. Like, if it were a really important call. I think most pe- for most things, I would just not answer. Maybe send a text and go, oh, sorry, busy right now. I'll call you back in five minutes. Well, mm. that's a good idea. Never thought that. But, <laughs> but, it, but it solved everything. <laughs> but, but say it's like a really important call. Yeah. Like, you know, you're waiting for someone from the bank. Or, or like it comes through as like no caller ID or something. Yeah. So you can't call them oh, back. Oh, I don't pick those up anyway. But, but if you're expecting one. Yeah. But that, yeah. Say that important call comes in and I might go, I'm like, hey, are you free to talk? And I'll be like, uh, yeah, yeah, I am. And like maybe... <laughs> and <then> I, <laughs> I kind of, I, I blag it. <laughs> is that an avalanche sir <coughs> no I'm um, I'm um, I'm uh, boning some fish <laughs> yeah. So. yeah I'm zorbing on a lake <laughs> please, please please excuse me I'm uh, no sorry I'm manufacturing stress relievers please uh, please continue and I think I could blag it but what if like you're five minutes in are you free to talk oh yeah absolutely fine there's no echoes there's no splashes. You're, you're smashing it. And then they go, uh, excellent. Do you have the paperwork to hand? Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> I have some paperwork to uh, hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have a roll of it. And then you're like, uh, uh, y- yes. Oh, oh, excellent. So so you're absolutely happy with Clause 7A. <laughs> um, yeah. Tell you what, I'm going to put I'm gonna put you on speaker. We've got the whole board here. Yeah. Uh, how, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, yeah. Mm. I feel you can't backpedal at that point. And I'm having slow days at work, though, and I think, well, someone might call around now, so I'll, I'll wait a bit, and then eventually I will go to the toilet, and then I just hear from the toilet the phone ringing. Yeah. Because they're getting quite close proximity, and it's like, oh, yo, fuck lunch. Every time it seems to happen. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like <coughs> as you say, with a package, you're waiting for a package, and you get that, that delivery window, and they miss it, and you're like, okay, well, it, it's probably going to be five or ten minutes after that, so I'll just hang on. And they're still not there. You're like, mm. It's definitely coming though, because I haven't got the email or text to say we tried to deliver it or we can't deliver for whatever reason. So it's like, it's still fucking coming. Fuck. I feel we could fill a whole show talking about deliveries. Ah, oh, yeah. Because I mean, we live in a three-story house, a golden palace. Oh, yes. yeah. And it's when, when the doorbell rings, you hear it on the middle floor. Mm. It so, only rings on the middle so floor. So what I've started doing now is because generally I'll, I'll, I'll race down the stairs. So you go, yeah, ring, <laughs> and I'm running down stairs, stairs, stairs. And literally... Five seconds at most. I can race down the house, get to the door. Guy's already leaving. Yeah, he's yeah. turned his back. He's on, he's on his way down the drive. I open the door. He's like, whoa, what, what are you doing, dude? What are you doing? And I know for a fact you can hear it. 
Yeah. Because I've forgot my keys before and I've rung the doorbell and you've come to answer the door and you don't even sprint because you know it's me and you don't care. Yeah, I just I don't really want you to 20 yeah. minutes yeah. later. Yeah. And I can hear you coming down the stairs slowly, uh, you know, at a leisurely pace. So when you're doing your five second sprint down the house, I guarantee he <laughs> yeah. can hear that. Well, see, now I race to the, um, we've got like a little phone. Yeah. On the I race to that to say, hello. I'm, I'm coming, you fuck. You know, but then I say, hello. And my and terrible, my terrible way, phone yeah. manner. And, it's like, and then they're like, hello? you know, yeah, it's a delivery. You know, they give you like that kind of standoffish, like. Well, they're just as embarrassed after talking to a box on the wall as you are to pick up the phone and talk to a random person. I'm like, hello. I'm like, well, yeah, it's a delivery. What do you think it is? I'm like, yeah, but if I don't talk to you, you're going to go. Fuck off. You're going to run off. And they're like, we're going to let me in then. Yeah. I guess. You know, pick up the phone. Sit down. Sit down. Just make yourself comfortable. Yeah. It's snowing outside. Sit down. It was like we had a big. uh, It's like we 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 had a big delivery of some books once, and Ali was in to collect them, and it was very important that they arrived that day. And then our, our printer kind of calls us and says, yeah, they've just contacted me. Apparently they're desperately trying to get into your house and there's no one there. You know, they're, they're ringing on the door. And I'm, I call home and say, Ali, is, is anyone at the door? I say, no. <laughs> you know? And then like, so we're all calling around and, she, and Ali's like, there's a van outside. You know, and I'm trying to get his oh, attention. Yeah. Like, he's just kind of like, you know, hello, two, me. two metres further around the corner. It's just, it's not hard, guys. No, it's not. But we went massively off topic there. Sorry, but, yeah, oh, yes. but yeah. no, it's fine. It's fine. I think we've covered it. Don't phone people if you can help it. Is basically what we've yeah, agreed on. Yeah, don't FaceTime me. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be a nightmare. Yeah, you'd see. You'd I don't want to see it. That would change things. A FaceTime. Yeah. That would change things. Anyway, yeah, I think that's the end of that. Now what? Well, um, do we have any? Uh, do we have anything from? No, because the world? We've, we've we've actually been a little lax. I, f- I forgot to of... manage the Facebook page, so, <laughs> guys. It's it's for holidays. Like, give give us this. Um, although we have one suggestion from our guest Amy, who's That's a big true, fan of do. the show. Yeah. Uh, she, in terms of hate mail, really hates pantomime. Yeah, mm. I agree with that massively. It plays into what you were talking about, Mister Tumnus, and, and work parties and stuff uh, before. Mm. But the whole idea of audience participation. It's a very curious form of entertainment, isn't it? it? Really like, I can't is. really explain it to... You couldn't explain it to anyone. I all. don't mind a local panto sometimes, if one of my family members is in it, i.e. my niece, perhaps. Well, I, mean, I don't. That's a different kettle of fish, but the big productions, it's like, oh, no. Uh, uh, I can't oh, no. I can't think that I would ever want to go to one of those. No. Like, with, with celebrities, inverted commas. I've no. never been to one of those. No. no. I don't think I have that I can recall, but I never would want to either. I no. think I've been to one semi-professional one with... Some East, you know, someone off Eastenders. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, the, yeah. that's the sort of standard. But I've been, I've been dragged along to enough kind of um, amateur, like Amdram kind of ones. And no disrespect to anyone involved. It's just, it's not for me no. at mm. all. I just kind of cringe. Like I cringe so hard. It's a weird kind of art form, and and that's giving it a, a hell of a lot of credit to call it an art form. <laughs> but where the the aim is not to evolve or change in any way. Yeah. Like it's got to obey this these mm. set principles and rules. And if it isn't that, it's not a pantomime, it's just a play. That's rubbish. No one wants to go see a play. Well actually I do. Like, Depends what sort of play. Performed <laughs> by whom. <laughs> it's not like Star Wars really. Yeah. You don't want I, li- I like there to be a screen and perhaps some sort of cutting and editing. Close ups. Close ups, yeah. graphics, that sort CGI. of thing. CGI. Can't do CGI in a pantomime, can you? No, probably no, not. We're all, we're all trying to work out. Can now. It's <laughs> probably like, no. not fast enough, anyway. Yeah. No, it's too much of a strain on yeah. the, uh, the artist's wrist. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it, I think it just uh, plays into my deep and abiding fear of being called upon to participate oh, God, in yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, no, please, please, no. Stay away. Leave me alone. Yeah. 
Hey, well, I'm glad we cleared all the hate out of our system. Mm. Oh, good. I'm very Definitely. glad about that. This is what happens when we're sober. You get incredibly thoughtful in depth, and in depth structured. decent discussions. Not know? like that last one. Nightmare. Bloody hell. It was horrible. Well, look, um, Rev, do you have a love? Let's give us a little... I do. I'm going to I'm gonna Susan of... change tack slightly and go football. Oh, I'm a big foot, football fan. Football. Really? Love yeah. the footy. I don't well, believe that's come up in the 31 years I've known you. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I basically was thinking about it today because my team, Gillingham. Yes. Gillingham. Oh, you support Gillingham? I go support Gillingham. Gillingham. Oh, uh, I've just blues. won during the show, which is why I've been checking my phone. Oh, I thought we were doing talking. A little, mm, yeah, exactly. We won. Yeah. I did I that. I just didn't care. Um, we beat Charlton, which is as a local rivalry as we we get really. Oh, I see. And I we've see. never ever won there, <gasps> and we've just won there today. Shit, the bed. Sorry, who who did you beat again? Charlton. Charlton. Charlton Athletic. Are they, are they another London, the origin of the dance? London one. Well, they think they keep trying to nick our fans from Kent. <laughs> They're on like the London Kent border, right? If there okay. is such a thing. Um. So we don't like them. It's as close as we can get to a local derby because there are no other football league clubs in Kent. You can't just nick fans. I mean, they send they used to send buses through, picking up people. What? Yeah, yeah. It's not like a press gang. You can't just say. Yeah. They, but what's that work? What? I mean, you support Gillingham, Gillingham, and then this bus comes through for Charlton, going, "Get on board, come see, come support." But then Charlton. you get you get quite a lot of floating fans football, especially with shite really? football at Gillingham. Oh yeah. What Not everyone's little... crazy like me. I was going to say, what little I understand of football. I thought you had a rabid like, allegiance yeah, to no, your club. In terms of hardcore Gillingham fans, there's probably 1,500. I think I said 15. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, but I just I can't imagine people just flip-flopping. Unless they just want to see a game. Well, that's, the, that's the thing. Yeah. They don't particularly have an allegiance to Gillingham. Um, football is not my love, specifically. It's more celebrating a win or a goal or something good about football or the mm. team you support. It makes all the money and the time and everything worth it. That really? one moment scoring a goal, it's amazing. I was thinking about it the other day because I've not had it a lot the last year or so. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've been so bad. Maybe you should check out Charlton. Yeah, but we're, but we're picking up. Yeah, get all of the buses. But we're picking up now and that's another good result today. And it just got me thinking. Is it all the sweeter because of that? Because yeah, oh yeah, we, we don't like them at all. Always years of hurt. Yeah, yeah. so that's cool. Uh, but just in a general sense, you've seen me celebrate goals. Certainly have, and I'm amazed you didn't go over the balcony. At yeah. yeah, so I've I run I usually leg it down the front, go mental for a little while. Once once squared up to the opposition goalkeeper, <laughs> <laughs> just stared him right in the eyes and went, "Come on!" I remember it really well. We were playing Coventry City and we beat them three one, and I legged it down the front, was running back to my seat, and he was walking back into his goal. I just went, "Come on!" at him in a slight. If I had panned out. Just slightly differently, it would have been local thug yeah. attacks football player. I, I am caught on camera, be it video or photograph, more often than I should be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are, there are a bit like professional highlights videos where it's me legging it down the front of the players and I'm going, yes! They, like must, this. they must love people. Do they like know you? you? Do you know any of them? Do they know you? Are the they players? Know? Yeah. No, no. Oh. We need to change. I've, I've 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 met players and spoken to them. They wouldn't they wouldn't know me in a crowd. You're not that fan. I'm not that fan. That I write for some websites or did write for some websites. But yeah, last year was shit. I don't think I saw us win last year. But Aww. this year, this year, hopefully, I will. Oh yes, 2018. 2018 is the year of goal celebrations. You heard it here first, folks. Gillingham, a team on the grow. Oh, see, yeah, <laughs> invest now. The city, the cities. I think the cities are paved with gold. They are. <laughs> <laughs> um. Because I'm ignorant, a derby oh. uh, is a local rivalry. Yes, between like like little is it? That between, word between gets used for clubs, a lot of yeah. things, right? 
Yeah. So you'd have the Manchester derby, which is Man City and Man United. Yeah. So the Manchester derby will only be Man City and Man United. That's the Manchester derby. Right. And presu- presumably, is that are games of that nature organised outside of a league structure? No, so that's a league game. If they're in the same league. They're in the same league. Yeah. They're the top two teams in the country, United and City. Really? Mm. Oh, my dad will be pleased. He's yeah. What well, is City, about Manchester? Man City will win the league this year. What is it about the genetic farming of footballers that takes place in Manchester that is superior? Yeah, well, not a lot of them are from Manchester. You well, see, I can they're imagine. all foreign foreign players from abroad. <laughs> <laughs> so you would more derision. I'd be, I'd be a professional footballer if it weren't for all these multi-talented people. <laughs> These really good footballers from other places. I know, it's weird, isn't it? It's almost like if you build walls and don't allow people to cross-pollinate, then yeah. uh, we kind of stagnate. It's the same principle as someone who's saying, oh, all these people are stealing our job. I've never seen anyone who says that captioned doctor. <laughs> anyone. <laughs> it's remarkable, isn't it? Anyway, there you go. Oh, it's marvellous. It's good. Oh, it's beautiful. Lovely. It's lovely. I like celebrating goals, and hopefully I will do Ooh, it again. I love goals. I love yeah. a goal. Man. I love goals. It's like a traction engine. <laughs> Shit. Did you see that? <laughs> well, I guess um, uh, because we've, we've, we've walked very different paths in, in life. Mm. Um, <laughs> and yet here we both are. My, uh, my love is going to be a video game. Oh, my. Uh, oh. Because I have... Actually, I haven't played it for a week because it's been quite a busy week, kind of with Christmas and New Year's and weddings and stuff. And all that but, jazz. <laughs> that's beautiful. That's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, but, I changed my love. It's your singing voice. Oh, uh, thanks, oh, but no, but I'm loving a game called uh, Battle Chasers. Are you? Uh, Battle Chasers Night War. Uh, and as a little bit of context, Nick uh, knows a lot of this. I do. Very good. But uh, in the 90s, there was a very popular, very uh, successful comic book artist called Joe Mad. Joe, Maduro, Joe Madura. It's hard to say his last Joe name. Madura. Madura. Okay. Uh, he drew a lot of um, the X-Men. Oh. Spider-Man. His, his I've character. heard of those things. His his, uh, his men were always like hyper-muscular. Hench as fuck. Were they? The women were always like uh, pretty pretty curvy. You know? Were they? Oh, yeah. Curvy I, I in one hear, specific yeah. place. Or two specific places. But, I hear, yeah. And maybe I'm talking with... Um, Maybe I'm in a privileged privileged position, but it was all quite innocent in a weird mm. way. It was like it was all kind of From like what I've seen it was. Yeah, it was all kind of like you know everyone looked ridiculous, mm. uh, but it was realer than life. Tuh. And he was uh, he was very popular, and he made a a little series of his own called Battle Chasers, mm. which was a fantasy comic. Oh sure, which was quite rare. weren't a lot of them fantasy comic, but with a bit of technology. <coughs> in. But they only made like seven issues of it. Oh, that's a shame. And only the six... faulty towers of comics, basically. Yeah. <laughs> So only six were actually collected in a book. So that seventh issue is just... Oh, right. Can't, so only, can't get hold of it. For Do you love. have it? I know no, you have I the, don't. You have the novel, don't you? I have the graphic novel, But you yeah. don't have the seventh issue? No, can't get hold of it for, lo- for love or money, I believe. And uh, but anyway, he, he didn't do anything with it for like 20 years. Made mm. those seven issues. And then in his later life, he started doing some work on video games as, nice. a, as an artist. He did the character designs for Darksiders, didn't he? He didn't. He did indeed, as as a critic at the time said. With the lead character, it was like someone started drawing him and never stopped. <laughs> so he was, uh, He's got so many muscles. Oh, there was a lot going on. Muscles where we didn't know there could be. And uh, basically, uh, he made really good friends with the people at that studio. Mm. A couple of them split, set up a new studio, mm. and they did a Kickstarter oh. uh, last year, a couple of years ago, Lovely. to make a game as a sequel to the comic. Like, oh, to continue I, it. I understand. And uh, it arrived. And I'm playing it. What and, format are you playing it on? Uh, Steam. So it's a digital download ah, directly onto the PC. And it is beautiful. Is it? Like, it's absolutely gorgeous. Ooh. And 
revisiting this world, it's kind of like, it's like I never left. Even though I've only read six issues. It's like all he ever did was set up the world. Yeah. And, it, and then all the characters meet at the end of that story and they're like, let's go have adventures. Let's go on an adventure. Oh, that's I'm it. sure we'll be having adventures for years to come. So, and then it never happened. Cancelled. <laughs> yeah. And then it just kind of, it picks up from there. And it's honestly like I never left. And it's amazingly, well, like I say, it's a beautiful game. I barely scratched the surface of it. And kind of revisiting it, mm. I'm actually amazed. Um, it's opening these little doors in my brain. And I'm like, this really inspired me as a kid. Yeah. Like, I- I'd forgotten how much I had just shamelessly ripped off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Like> some of my- <coughs> That's how we learn. Yeah, some of like my early stories, which I never really, thankfully, never really went anywhere because someone would have gone, isn't that a bit like no, Battle Chasers? Like, no, no, exactly like no. Battle <laughs> But no, I, wrong. Just, I just shamelessly ripped off a lot of it because it meant so much to me. And then I kind of put them to one side and came up with better ideas. But oh. Well, not maybe better, but more, maybe more, not better. more individual. More different. Yes. More, more mine. But, but I'm um, sure they're better, yeah, John. It's a lot of fun. I, I know. Uh, but one big change was there was a character called Red Monica. And her unique quality in the original comic was that she had t- t- two very large character attributes. It was with... like a dead heat in a Zeppelin race, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, they were... They, <laughs> I, yeah, okay. They were quite large. Like, I hear you. That was... But also, like, comically large. Like, stupidly. Like, okay. stupidly large. Yeah. Was that deliberate? That was deliberate, yes. And, in fact, in the intro to the trade paperback he actually mm. says the biggest question people ask him is why did you make her breasts so large yes um so now with, with what was the answer i don't know <laughs> because i like boobs yeah I don't know. <laughs> but then like uh, 20 years later uh she now has uh merely large is she in the game she's in the game ah. so, so now she merely has she's had a reduction she has mid to large size breasts as opposed to Colossal, as opposed, <laughs> as opposed to gargantuan. So, yeah, I think everyone's better for that. I think probably, yeah. <laughs> I think her spine. Yeah, I think in, in today's in, today, in today's climate, that's probably for the best. <laughs> also, she just looks like a normal person. Well, though, that, right? yeah. that helps, doesn't it? it yeah, really does. Hey, we're all winners. Very good. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad you found a game you're enjoying, John. I'm enjoying that's it. Great. I'm pleased to hear that. It, I have looked over your shoulder while you're playing, and it is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It is. It does look really nice. Wonderful. I'm going to play some more of it this evening. Lovely. I, I, good. Radical. Well, my love is connected to video games, but it isn't specifically a game or games in general. I love the era when games had a boss kill screen. Have you heard of this? No. no. So um, I didn't used to play a lot of video games when I was a kid because like, my parents didn't buy them for me. And I won't go into the whole didn't get the presents I wanted. Hate rant again. But um, my, I, as we all did when we were kids, I had a friend who just got everything he ever wanted. He had every console, he had every toy, he had like a full set Power Rangers action figures with all the Zords and the ones that actually transformed and changed and that combined together to make the Megazord. It was like a constant, Chris Barnes, if you're listening, I love you, but Jesus Christ. Love you, buddy. (laughs) God, I wanted all your stuff. (laughs) Um, And he would often like, with great pride, show me games. Like really, this is like ages ago, PC games that he had on. So bear in mind, we must have been like 11 or 12 years old. And he had a PC and he was playing games on that. So these were like, mm. this was like the earliest of PC games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember he had an Independence Day game. And it was, <laughs> and it was, it was bollocks. But it was like, it was 3D and you would like, you would like play as the fighter jet, like the Will Smith character shooting just aliens out of the sky. Oh, could you play as Jeff Goldblum and do recycling? Oh. No. How dare you speak to me? 
<laughs> but one of the things this game had, because this was an era where I guess like the, the variety of software available for people to do actual work on was very, very limited, had a boss kill screen where you pressed a button on the keyboard and the game would pause, but a screen would come up that looked like a spreadsheet or something. What? But it wasn't. It wasn't like the spreadsheet you would have been working on at your job. It just looked innocuous and didn't look like a game. Oh. Right. The idea oh being you were sneakily playing this game at work and the boss is coming and he's about to come around your cubicle and look in, see what you're doing. Boop, press the boss kill screen. And for the split second he looks at you, it looks innocuous because it's just numbers and lines on the screen. Once he's gone, boop, gameplay continues. Nice. I honestly, I've wow. never heard of And that. a lot of games had this. But what I always thought was so funny about it was if he did stop and go, oh, is that the, uh, is yeah, that the, is that the T17 nothing. figures from last quarter? And you'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, it isn't. I'm, I'm playing games. I'm pl- I, this is better now. If I just <laughs> that, must, that must have happened though. Someone must have come over and just gone, press the button and it just goes back to the game. And then it's like, oh no. Particularly because it didn't look like Excel. It was like a fully black <laughs> like, screen with like white text it's like ms dos yeah it looked yeah, like yeah. a dos prompt thing but 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 a, like a graph a table of data yeah. and figures and stuff it's like why are you looking at the matrix uh, <laughs> yeah. on, your, on your screen yeah. i when you said boss kill i was thinking game boss yeah i was thinking like, there was a special uh, screen uh, when you're fighting robotnik for example no no better than actual real life boss your boss that is delightful it's amazing isn't I it i can't believe that was a thing that's so scandalous. but i think you couldn't do it now because like what would you display because, you know, people work in so many different fields yeah. and so much different software. It's like, what, what could you possibly you press put up? You make it look like you're browsing Twitter. No, that's worse. Um, no, no, yeah. it makes it look like you're browsing porn. That's better than yeah. maybe, I don't know. <laughs> thing is, you could just say, yeah, I'm, I'm on a video game for research. Yeah. Okay, cool. You work, you work in accounting. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm researching. Gee, you said it. All right, take care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm researching fantasy money and fun Or it's like it does bring up a fake Excel spreadsheet and you, and it does look like the Q the Q three. Yeah. Boss goes by and goes, Oh my god, <laughs> we're, in the, we're in the red. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're screwed. Jumps out the window. Burn the file. I was looking at that file two minutes ago and it had none of these numbers in it. Oh my god. Jeffrey <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> I'm quite lucky at work because if I do want to slack off, the things I enjoy <coughs> pardon me, working on would be like another Word document. Exactly. Like yeah. I might just bring Taff. up a Word document and like yeah. write a couple of paragraphs of something. I can't really get away with drawing a page of a comic. No, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't really hide that, but I can hide. It's a good name. It's a good call. Yeah. <laughs> oh, pardon me. I'm God. choking on my John's own rage. On your own happiness. <clears throat> I've got to say, Nick, that has left me with a real smile on my face. I <laughs> yeah. genuinely did not know that existed. No, I, I wondered if you didn't, and I, and I hoped that you hadn't, so that when I brought it to the table, it was an exciting uh, bit of trivia for you all. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, so, consider consider that mission accomplished. Yeah, should... I, I know a lot of games had them, and they were all different. The boss kill screens. It was just static. It was just yeah, a single yeah. image. But um, I'd be interested. I bet there's like a um, like a, a blog or forum or something where people have collected boss kill screens and put them all together. I don't know that, but I bet if you Google it, I bet you'll find some. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact the indep- the first Independence Day PC game had one. Hmm. And when I when my mate Chris showed me that, he was like, oh, "I've I've played other games that have these." He told me with great authority. So that they, is they are a thing. That is genuinely really cool. It's really cool, isn't it? I, and again, to hark back to this format we occasionally neglect. <laughs> oh, um, yes. If we had to ask ourselves, what's one hour, hate or love? Yeah. I would say love. I'd say love. Yeah, say I, love. this time I would probably say love. Oh, my God. Have we started 2018 on a high? That's, <gasps> well, there's only one way from here. 
down. Yeah. That, that is true, actually. Yes. Let's that, get drunk next episode. After yeah. the lofty pinnacle of 2017. <laughs> yeah. It's really... Last episode of 2017. Wait, have, we got a, have we got a title for this podcast yet? It tends to just emerge from the, uh, the ether, yeah. Yeah. Would you, like make, would you like to make a suggestion? No, no, I was just asking a question. I have no ideas. What did we talk about? I've forgotten it already. What was uh, the guy? What was the cooking guy? I've forgotten his name already. Kevin... Oh, John Turode. Kevin... Oh, no, oh, uh, Clint. Uh, Clive, Clive Nigel. Clive, Clive Nigel, Nigel yeah. yeah. You can call it Clive Nigel. Clive Nigel's cooking masterclass. Yeah. There I we love go. Clive That's Nigel's work. Well, uh, should we wrap it up? Yes. That'll do. Thank you as ever for listening. Uh, mm. We hope you've enjoyed everything so far. I think 2018, we're going to be, you know... We've got, we got lots of things in the pipeline. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be exciting. Gonna... But hey, guys, get on the Facebook now. If you've got a, if you've got a hate, oh, yes. don't, don't wait until we give you a prompt. I mean, obviously, you know, we, we, we'll shoot I will shoot I will give you a prompt now that I am uh, not doing a bad job of managing But whenever it occurs page. to you, now we've got this Facebook place, now whenever it occurs, whenever you get that moment in your, in your, in your hate-filled life, <laughs> yeah, like, just, you just know. chuck it on there. Yeah, we'll, we're uh, here, we're we'll here to help. It. We'll yeah. be ready. We're here to make you feel better. You've got a place to air them. Yeah. 2018 is going to be high professionalism, high high output, and a live show. Oh, he's, oh, said oh, he's, he's announced said it. it he's show, announced man. it on a pre-recorded oh, no. podcast. I don't know where, but it Can will we happen. Just, and a boop-boop. And just you just beep it out. Oh, yeah. I see, I see. Yeah. yeah, we've been we've been talking about this for a while. Though, we have been. That we'd oh, like yeah. to do a live show. Oh, like episode zero, we were like, yeah, go do that live. Show. <laughs> I think before we even started, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's going to be, be great. It's, it's going to be great. Yeah, gonna that's going to be great. It's going to be great. That's going to be. It's going to be great. And will we get a will we get a proper sign out? Definitely. Yeah. Uh, oh, by but by, by the live show, I'd have thought. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll have one for the live show, so we don't have to worry right now. No, we'll just do our usual. Like, if we wanted the episode to pan out, kind of like now, would we just keep talking? Just, just, I uh, just faded on, faded on just the editor, fade, I mean, and then just fade away. The music yeah. fades. Yeah. Out. yeah, it should be fading around now. Yeah, yeah. kind of like definitely right music. Yeah, music. Yeah, the music. 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 Music.